Welcome to another edition of Box Stand presented by Yahoo Sports. We have the clown show together once again between Zach Schwartz and LeJethro Jenkins. <laughs> but before we debate which rapper is the best hooper, we have to revisit last Friday's shenanigans. It was Shaq and LeJethro, Dame and Schwartz to decide which athlete is the best rapper. Let's just say it was a complete disgrace. In the case between the state of California versus LeJethro Jenkins and Mr. Swartz, the jury of 12, they ruled that this was a mistrial. So oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Court is a judge. Your Honor, I need a, I need a cigarette. A That's absolutely <laughs> nonsense. It's a jury. Okay, now today's topic is who was the better baller between the rappers of Master P and 2 Chainz? And the first question is going to be, which rapper had the most impressive single stat line during their respective careers? We're going to start with you, Swartz, um, going for 2 Chainz. Well, Your Honor, <clears throat> first of all, you know, I'd like to apologize for not wearing a suit today. I did instead decide to wear black as this is a funeral for John and all of his arguments uh, <laughs> as we finally put those to rest and put them in the ground where they belong. Uh, I argued to make the case of Tahit Epps last week. That is two chains. He played basketball at Alabama State. He played for two years. You know, the stat line, not that great. Three points per game, a couple rebounds few assists that was his average but you know what i uh i don't blame him for that i blame the times people didn't really understand the value of a six five wing that could go inside could do a little bit of defense hit the three when he needed to he's got a clean jumper and i just i more blame the times for being archaic and not understanding what to do with such a talent hmm well jethro you have the floor a clean jumper uh i don't know if we could say that but uh anyway p wasn't just a rapper. I would argue that P was a hooper that became that became a rapper. Uh, he had a stint in Houston but before that, but he tore his ACL. But anyway, as far as like you know basketball, we've seen J Cole hoop, you know Brickley. Uh, we've seen Quavo play against like your local mailman. But uh, Two Chains Peak was was nowhere near uh, a Master P. You know, but let's the the best stat line would be by the person that played with NBA players. You know, what I'm saying in an exhibition game, he scored nine points, had like four assists. I mean, that's that's more than, than two chains average. He was actually playing you know, actual basketball players. Your Honor, two chains played in actual college games that matter that were for where real wins and real losses. They weren't just some sort of chump exhibition, you know, just exhibition games for people to come in and and try and fill the stands by bringing in uh, a, a known commodity. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's interesting. But none of those none of those people that are playing for real basketball, real mm. basketball games for wins and losses could have played in this game either. So due to okay. their lack of talent. So, I mean, that, I think that matters. <laughs> some, <right>? That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Right. We're going to pivot. We're pivoting right here to my next question. I'll, I'm interested in hearing your arguments uh, on which rapper had the bigger impact on the game of basketball overall. And we're going to start with the Jethro. Make your case for Mr. Master P. Schwartz is making fun of how they brought him in as a commodity. Uh, but the NBA actually needed to do that in order to draw fans in uh, in 1999 after the lockout. They expected 8,500 fans to come into the Charlotte game. They got around 16,000. They had to open it up 20 minutes early because they were afraid that people at the front were going to be stampeded. You know, so that's how much he impacted an actual NBA game. Execs said that was the biggest inter, inter like squad game they've ever seen as far as like sound and, and people attending. And like I said, he got nine points, about four assists, shot 50% from the field. 
Um, and we can't, you know, we can't take away the the impact of his music as well. You know, we all, you know, we're, we're listening to, 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 to P before games. I know, Schwartz, you're kind of young. I know you're aware of that. Uh, <laughs> but before your time, I'm sure Chris is aware uh, that, you know, I mean, we ready to go to war, mm-hmm. you know, breaking, drenching our, 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 our shirts prior to the game, you know what I'm saying, in, in, in layup lines, listening to P. So his impact musically obviously was there. Your Honor, I'm, I don't. I don't want to disparage Master P, but um, I, I'm going to right here. It's wonderful that he played in exhibitions. It's wonderful that Tim Tebow fills seats in uh, spring league baseball games. But what are we really talking about here? The other element of this is we want to talk about music. Two chains. Two two chains. You want to stay away from basketball, obviously. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Two chains in his rapper go to the league album. Incredible. Anar by the best basketball player on the planet, LeBron James, who managed to step in. And and I just think it shows Two Chain's ability to bring together the the sport uh, sports world and the music world in such a wonderful way. And if we're talking about music. I, you know, I'm sure that there may have been a, a, a wonderful CD or cassette that Master P made, but boy, <laughs> 11, you didn't do your 11, research, obviously. There's a lack of research mi- here. Oh, a wonderful, a, eleven million players on Spotify. Sir, 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 I'll give you the floor when I'm done. Keep it quiet, sir. I'll give you, I'll give you the floor when I'm done mopping it up with your client right now. Your, your honor. Two chains, 313 million plays, 193 million plays, 181 million plays, 242 million plays, 203 million plays. I mean, just hit after hit after hit. It's it's really, really rather impressive. I mean, that's on music. Like you, you and me were playing, have a lot of those plays as well, Schwartz. And how much do we affect the game of basketball? And you're talking about bringing away the best basketball player in the game away from basketball. I think that's, you know, that counters your argument, actually. You know what I'm saying? You're arguing against that. You know, he was playing for the Lakers at that time. The Lakers weren't the, the best team in the world at that moment. You know what I'm saying? He, well, they could have used Brad for a little bit more effort on the court. You know what I'm saying? All right. We're going to, we're going to move on to the final round, the final question. This has been very Popping hilarious thus far. Hold <laughs> I'm wiping tears away. <laughs> All right. So we're getting to the final. Now, I, I will advise you guys to take this question very seriously because it is the last question. This question right here will sway my judgment. So do your due diligence in answering this question properly and effectively. So the question is, who would win in a one-on-one matchup in their prime between Master P and 2 Chains, and who would win currently? Hmm. I'll start with you, Mr. Swartz. You know, it's, 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 it's a tough sell for me to say that a gentleman from Alabama State could beat someone who played in basically the summer league, but maybe he could. Like I said, I, I genuinely believe he just wasn't quite coached up and formed into the basketball player he could have been. I think if you if you if you give a guy like Pop some time to work with to heat apps, he goes on to be a great player and probably does beat Master P. I will say right now, I would put all the money I have on two chains giving Master P the business. It's just you know a ten year difference. One of them is fifty years old. It's it's not really going to be close. Two chains. I mean, we could talk shoulda, coulda, wouldas, but we have actual basketball footage of one player, not another. 
we're talking pop. Maybe you could have made your high school team if pop was coaching you. You know what I'm saying? So, we were talking shit to the winners. We're talking shit to the winners. You know, so, I mean, in their prime, is not even close. It's the NBA player, the guy that played with NBA talent, that could play with NBA talent, that we actually seen footage of playing basketball that'll won. The guy that has a scouting report on him from other NBA teams. You know what I'm saying? Uh, now it's hard to say a 50 year old would win in a in a one on one game, uh, but we did see a little bit of him working with Brickley, uh, two chains working with Brickley, and that jumper took about 45 minutes to get off. Um, so I think I think I, I think I think that you know uh, <laughs> P's old man game, he could out he could outsmart oh, two chains, get a dub. You feel me? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we, we've we're we're going to the moment of truth right here. I've listened to your remarks. I heard your statements. There was some wavering being done here. And I have to be honest, you know, that I had a little bias sit in initially. I was going to rule one way regardless today. But I'm going to tell you right now, I, I've enjoyed what I've heard. I've enjoyed what I listened to. But I had a few issues with, um, you know, some of your remarks. And I'm going to just go on one one of each. Mr. LeJethro, on your argument towards Master P, you made it seem like, his uh, insertion into the exhibition game in 99 was the equivalent of how Larry Bird and Magic Johnson saved the NBA. No. Just, just, just the way you made it, just the way you made it seem no. like the NBA was just in such, no. such a desperate time. Like they did, they needed somebody to come save what the league. They needed. And he also played against the Grizzlies and scored eight points in an actual uh, preseason game. So, you know, I mean, it, 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 it was more than just, you know, that, that, you know what I mean? But I get what you're saying. I apologize for that. And I would like to sure. also throw out there, I <laughs> did wear somewhat that? of a collar. The closest thing I own to a collar <laughs> today <laughs> to respect your, your, your courtroom, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. I would just dismiss the okay. last 15 seconds of that rap right now because that would not be swayed in my judgment. And Mr. Swartz. Yes. The problem I have with you in my courtroom, Mr. Swartz, is that we're in 2020. Times have changed. So we can't uh, allow for age bashing to go on in today's society right now. We, I asked you a simple question about Master P and 2 Chains, and you went the age route. Age discrimination is a serious problem, and I take that offense seriously in my courtroom. So with all that being said, my ruling today based on the true in-depth um, arguments from the first question to the third question, I have to rule in favor of Mr. Swartz today. <laughs> Based on what? Based on what? Oh, you're all this is this is uh this is a great day. Court is adjourned. Court is adjourned. Court is adjourned. This is horrible. I've been beaten. What's hey. your name, dog? Hey. <laughs> that is hey. horrible. John, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to drive, drive by your house. Say. I'm going to drive by your house for a little ticker tape parade. So just, just be out front and start throwing the papers so I can celebrate. Can we go off of facts? This man came up with nothing but hearsay and assumptions and woulda, coulda, shouldas. Yeah, I, th I think I've earned another a victory cigarette this time. You know, just... Mm. Uh, nice and uh, nice, robust victory cigarette. Mm. Uh, uh, no smoking light, in my I'm courtroom, Mr. Swartz. <laughs> I'm not lighting this one in the house again. It smells for too long. All right. So that's been another episode of Boxed In. 
presented by Yahoo Sports. Let me make sure I wipe these tears from my eyes. Next week, we come with a new episode of Boxed In. Make sure to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm pretty sure you'll see these knuckleheads once again squaring off and pairing off. And I believe LeJethro is 0-2 on the season. Now, it could be 0-3. No, I'm not. I was, I was, I was 2-2. I was, I was, I never lost before this. I'd won all of them before this. Oh, so you're 2-1, <laughs> yeah. huh? Okay. We need a new judge. That's, That's, it. Awesome. That's, That's the first time for everything. That's the first time for everything. Hey, welcome. Come back. Boxed in. <laughs> See you then. I'm Mike Lizikoff, Chief Investigative Correspondent for Yahoo News. And I'm Dan Clydman, Editor-in-Chief of Yahoo News. We're the hosts of Skullduggery, a podcast that not only breaks down the news, but also breaks news. We deliver authoritative analysis while drawing intriguing historical parallels from our decades of covering D.C. scandals. With our current focus on the president and his administration's handling of the coronavirus, to the 2020 elections, we interview those helping to shape the stories. So subscribe to and download Skullduggery wherever you listen to your podcasts and be sure to follow us on social media at Skullduggery Pod.